Hi, and welcome to the Vancouver Life Podcast. This podcast is created to answer the most talked about questions when it comes to navigating the Vancouver real estate market. I'm your host, Dan Wartell, a licensed agent and accredited real estate investment advisor based here in Vancouver, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Dash. Hi, Dan. I'm also a local realtor, an exhausted father of two, husband of one, and really happy to be here. Let's get right into today's episode. Vancouver home sales are dropping and prices are going with it. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Vancouver Life Real Estate Podcast and YouTube channel. The April stats are in and we're going to rip through these numbers here and uh, tell you what to expect in the upcoming months because things are changing rapidly. Right off the top, let's talk about sales. What happened in sales volumes? Well, Yes, last year, March and April were all-time highs for both months consecutively. Understandably, things are lower, but they're a lot lower. Um, About 3,230 homes sold last month, and that's a 34% decrease from, yes, all-time high. Um, But it's also about a 26% decrease from March, from like last month. Mm. And here's the thing. And this is what I really want people to to take home from this metric here is for about the last 18 months, we've been saying that the sales for each month have been about 25% above the 10-year average, including last month. Well, we're only one and a half percent above the 25-year average, or sorry, Ooh. above the 10-year average last month. That's radically different than what we've mm-hmm. been saying for a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, that that really is our baseline, right? I mean, we've been coming off a really low baseline uh, for a lot of things right now. Um, so to see it only 1.5% above the 10-year average, I that's um, that's a much bigger picture that you need to be paying attention to, right? And, you know, Dan's not wrong. There is a major shift taking place right now. Um, let's look at, uh, new listings here. There were 6,107 new listings in April of 2022. Um, that is still a 23.1% decrease compared to April of last year and an eight and a half percent decrease compared to March, uh, just the month before. So yeah, still seeing, uh, a decreasing level of new listings, um, the gaps, the gap is, is shortening. It is. And, and so here, let's have a look at inventory. Where does that all land us? Uh, we're sitting, or at least the metric at the end of April came in at about 8,800 active listings. Now, what happens though, and we certainly want to touch on this, is that at the end of the month, quite often people will delist their property just to relist the next month. So it looks fresh, whether that's with a new price or not. Um, there is sort of a, a bit of a mass exit near the end of the month and then a whole bunch pile on early on at the beginning of the new month. And we've seen that happen here too, because like I said, um, you know, at the end of April, 8,800, today, May 6th, we're recording this, we're sitting upwards of about 9,250. So another 450 listings in the first, you know, five active days of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, Overall, it's about a 15% increase from March, uh, about 1,100 additional units. So we are trending the right way here. Um, but definitely recognize we are still low. We're still low. Think about it like this. Today, we are lower in inventory than any month dating back to February of 2018. Holy cow. That's four years we're still lower than of any month, including December's. So 
yes, it's climbing, but keep in mind, we're still low. And that's kind of what's propping prices a bit, but you know, they're not dropping off a cliff. They rarely do. They almost never do. This is a slow moving uh, market. In, in that sense, it's like turning that giant uh, freighter or cruise ship, if you will. Um, <laughs> but again, the, the metrics are all pointing, pointing a certain way. And this is really what we want to hammer home today. Yeah. So and the next one. <laughs> well, and, and, and not only that, um, just for some, some context too. Um, typically for a balanced market, we're looking upwards of 15,000 listings, right? So we're still on the short side. Now, you go back to December or when inventory was at like all time, all time, all time lows. And we were down and it's always seasonally adjusted too, right? So you got to remember that uh, it's always tighter in, in the winter time compared to, compared to the spring market, but we were, you know, under 6,000 listings back in December, right? So while we are seeing some new listings come onto the market, it, it's like you said, it, it's, it's it's enough to feed, but we're 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 seeing some drawback in pricing. Um, it'll be really interesting to see, I think, how things progress in the coming months, especially with more announcements being made. I mean, ultimately, the real skin in any game is in in the marketplace, right? People can say what they will, but the market will respond. Um, so let's touch on the sales to active ratio. Um, for all property types, we saw a 36.7%. Uh, that's dramatically lower, Dan, dramatically lower than where we were before, right? That's actually a record-breaking drop of 18%. Holy moly. Uh, beating out June and July of 2016, where we saw a drop of 15%. So interest rates are more powerful than foreign buyer tax. <laughs> Uh, with that being said, for detached homes, um, they have dropped dramatically, 25.3%. For reference, guys, um, a balanced market is 12 to 20%. So we aren't far from balanced in uh, detached homes when it comes to sales to active. That's actually down 13%. Townhomes are down to 47.1%, down 26%. That's a whopping number. And apartments down by a similar margin, 25%, right? So, or sorry, down by 25% to 45% sales to active ratio. So the last two asset classes still very much in a seller's market uh, with detached homes definitely slowing and coming close. Still in a seller's market, still in a seller's market, but getting much closer to a balanced market, right? Exactly. And, and again, seeing that, that ratio of drop, uh, my goodness. I mean, if that were to happen this month as well, detached mm -hmm. homes would be well into a balanced market. So mm -hmm. we're not going to see 18% next month, but uh, we are going to see it go down for sure. Yep. Agreed. So how much? We're going to find out soon. Okay. <laughs> Price. We said prices are going down. Well, bit of interesting intel for you. HPI which is a lagging indicator when it comes to prices, hit $1,374,000 last month. That's actually up one full percent from March and is about 19% from a year ago. Okay, but as you know, we look at bigger picture and we look at all three pricing metrics. So let's talk about the median. Median didn't move. It was flat. $993,000 is where that sits, uh, down a total of 7,000 since its all-time high back in February. Uh, average, one million three hundred forty-three thousand. Uh, it's actually up three thousand from last month, but down three thousand from the all-time high in February. Mm -hmm. So, 
again, you're like, wait a minute, guys, you just told us the prices were dropping last video. Well, here's what's really going on. A lot of the homes that sold at the end of the month have just registered now. And they are, those prices are now solidified in the early May stats, which I can share for you. And they are very telling. Okay, here we go. First five days of May. Yes, one week doesn't depict a whole month, but this is going to give you some pretty good insights. Median price right now, as of Friday, May 6th at 12, 13 p.m., is down $100,000. Whoa! 892000 is the median today for the sales in the first week of May. And the average, down 93000 to $1.25 million. So we get to see the data and we get to see the feelings on the streets and we get to see all the price reduction emails before the stats hit. So that's why we know prices are going down. Again, we're going to keep a close eye on this because it's changing very quickly. But you can definitely expect the numbers to be quite a bit down more in the month of May than they were in April. Abbotsford, we touched on Abbotsford's numbers because they looked terrifying last month. And here they are. They're solid now. Um, the median price of an Abbotsford home, 742000 down 170000 from last month, down 42% in two months. We're back to Oof. November 2021 prices. We just erased five months of gains in Abbotsford. Um, the average price, 894000 down 174000 as well. Uh, just last month and down 22% in two months. Again, to talk lagging indicator, those numbers are registered. Those are official April numbers. And yet the HPI said the prices went up. So again, yeah. it's not wrong. It's just the way they calculate it. Okay. Well, this is why we want to give you a bit of a broader perspective. Yeah. It's why in any time, like if you're ever going to be looking at pricing, generally speaking in any market, you want to look at as many indicators as possible to give you the most accurate perception of what's actually happening, right? Because if you just went with HPI prices and you just went with that stat, you'd be totally mis misled, right? So understanding that your data is latent because of reporting, then you wanna look to the forward indicators too, which is why we talked so dramatically about the sales to active ratio. That is a forward looking metric, generally speaking, as much as it could be, right? And so when you see HPI price hitting that number and then the forward-looking metrics looking much more like a balanced market or at least trending that, in that direction, if you're a buyer, I know interest rate hikes you know, are, are making it more expensive for loans, but you know, this is, this is starting to look like a bit of a dip. <laughs> um, you know, it takes three months, obviously, to, to create that trend, right? But I really do feel like it's trending down right now. Um, and um, it's going to keep going because we know there's another big interest rate hike coming, right? The Fed's just raised them in the States. We're going to see it again here in Canada. That's going to apply like a, a, a massive hammer to an already cooling market. So, um Anyhow, uh, let's look at uh, some numbers here for single-family apartments and townhomes in terms of actual sales. So there were 962 single-family home sales uh, last month. That is a 42% decrease from April 2021, seeing that medium price, uh, that average price at $2.139 million. Uh, that's a 20.8% increase uh, year over year, so still very strong um, numbers, um, but only a 1% increase 
compared to March. And when in, in February, when we were talking about 4.4% and, you know, January, which was 2.2%, um, you know, a 1% increase, uh, again, it's probably lagging. Um, but generally speaking, it's, it's starting to flatline, right? Um, apartments, 1,692 sales. Uh, that is a 26% decrease compared to April last year. Average price, 844700 That is a 16% increase from April of last year. Again, though, only a 1.1% increase compared to March of last month. And townhouses, 578 sales. That's a 40% decrease compared to April 2021. I think I also just want to make a note of this. Like, I know we're talking about big decreases here. Mind you, you know, inventory levels in that year had been decimated, right? And we're starting to see them climb back now. So while these numbers seem quite strong, um, let's remember where they're coming from or coming off of. But your average townhome price is a whopping 1.15 million. Uh, that's a 25% increase since April of last year. And again, a 1.1% increase compared to March, right? So we're really seeing this thing slow down pretty quick here. It is true. I mean, you got to think if it's averaging over 2% a month for the last year, for that to be cut in half, you can see where the trend is head heading. Yeah. Okay. Uh, days on market, still record low at eight. Um, expect this to change very rapidly, very soon. We're not going to see eight next month. Um, again, we're floating along the bottom, tied with like uh, March, April, May of last year and Feb of 2022. Uh, but per foot, the sale price per foot is dropping. It's down $7 a foot to $879 a foot. But what is interesting about that is it's the first decrease we have seen in a full year. Wow. And it's also um, the only the second decrease we've seen in two years, dating back to <laughs> September 2020. So, again, you're getting probably a pretty good idea of why we know prices are going to keep going down here is because all the metrics that have been so pinned to the top and trending upwards are changing. And this is also seen in the percentage of sale price. Um, on average in April, still sold above asking at about 102 or 2.8% over ask was the average sale price last month. Uh, but that's trending down as well as it was closer to 1.05 or 5% over ask just the month previous. Yes. <gasps> and uh, we're still seeing... Um you know, generally speaking, in terms of some anecdotal stories in the marketplace here, having uh, conversations now with sellers, trying to get really realistic about where the numbers are. I mean, when we were pricing in, an, in a rising marketplace, you know, we would typically price just behind where that future value was going to be. Now we're doing the same, but with a curving market going the other way, right? As the market now starts to trend down, if you're thinking of selling your home, you're going to need to get in front of this trend. Right. Otherwise, you're going to get stuck. The market will continue to correct and you will end up selling way further down on that curve yield. Right. And you don't want that. You want you want to be selling ahead of where the market is going. So really need to wrap your head around this change. Right. Because if you're if you're going to sell um, buyers now are looking at things very differently. It's so true. I mean, you got to think. We just came out of the worst month for the NASDAQ since the global financial crisis. We've got rates that are climbing and going to climb more next month. Consumer confidence is waning. It's going mm -hmm. down. Um, if people are losing money in, and in the market and they can't buy as much as they could have two months ago, 
man, that, that puts people in, in sometimes a wait and see mentality. And that's going to result in more um, inventory, of course. And so you got to think it's changing so fast. It was only three months ago, maybe even two that again, we were talking about people that had uh, more savings than they ever had in Canada, uh, consumer debt at all-time lows, and then, of course, stock market at all-time highs. And it took, a, like, a, what, 60 days for this to change. Like, it is so rapid, uh, and it's going to continue to change at a very high pace, it looks like. It's very interesting because um, if you look at tech, for example, the tech market, um, we're looking, you know, if you, let's say you own Shopify, for example, right? It's down 80% from three months ago. It's crazy. But if you had those savings and you had that stock and you were going to be liquidating that stock to buy a home, you're not selling now, right? So, or your home just got a lot smaller. That too, right? That too. Um, and that's also a function of interest rates and, and everything else that's piling on. I mean, a lot of this now, uh, this interest rate hike to curb inflation, in my opinion, is way too late to the game. Um, you know, it's running a risk. And I think there's a one in three chance in the States of entering a recession. So yeah, probably at least as always, I think we need to say this though, if you're a homeowner, especially if you bought a home in the last even six months, do not panic. Mm-hmm. It's Okay. Hold on to your home. Enjoy your low rates. The economists are already talking about rate reductions in 2023. Okay, yeah. like inflation is hot. It's it's a hot button item. Politicians are being pressured. Inflation will get under control in a year, 18 months, and things will normalize. Rates will come back down. They can't let the housing market break. They can't let debts and debt payments break. Not unless they want to be out of a job. But yeah, yeah I, I agree with Dan. Um, that's why you typically enter a five-year term with a mortgage, right? Is to see yourself through these things. Um, if you just bought, just turn off the news, right? At the end, <laughs> yeah, at the end true. of the at the end of the day, like you know, if you own stocks right now and you're not buying them, just don't look. Right. It's going <laughs> to, I hate to say, I mean, I mean, look, obviously know what's happening, but you know, generally speaking, you know, people are, are, are unfortunately in the last couple of years, because of what's happened, people are expecting now to make a 20% gain on their home in a year. That's incredibly unrealistic. And, and I kind of want to just leave you with that, that what we've gone through here is this shouldn't necessarily be happening every year, right? We went through, we came out of a, a global pandemic. We saw interest rates at historic lows. Um, you know, the real estate market went through a massive boom, right? But that's not the typical cycle. And we're, it feels like we're correcting into a more typical cycle here. You can tackle inflation, but then things, once inflation gets tackled, it should stabilize and we should return to, you know, barring any other world war, it, it should really stabilize and, and then you can start looking again. <laughs> yeah, fully agree. So I got to say the strategies that we are talking to sellers and buyers about is very different than it was two months ago. So if you want to know what strategy is best for you, reach out. We'd love to hear more about your buying or selling position, what you're thinking about doing and how we can help. It's all about education and we can explore if it's right for you or not. We're very honest about this kind of stuff. So our contact details are below. Thanks as always for watching and listening and have a great day. That wraps up this edition of the Vancouver Life Podcast. 
for more information on this podcast and to access a ton of free downloads, investment opportunities, current market info, and homes for sale, you can find it all at www.thevancouverlife.com. Thanks, and we look forward to bringing you more podcasts about Vancouver real estate.